good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. Yeah, what's up, y'all? This is MCM, your host, and you're listening to You're Probably Right Podcast. You're welcome in my house anytime. I'd like to say this is a, a special episode of You're Probably Right. But then... The majority of them are pretty special because they're somebody telling you like it is or isn't, <laughs> depending on who you are and what you're trying to prove, I guess, from that situation and what I just explained. But I'm sure that will just sound like a bunch of gibberish, <laughs> which is fine with me. Anyhow, as I said before, you are listening to, you're probably right, this is MCM, your host with the most baloney around. Not really. Um, <clears throat> I am not a professor, and I do not. To, I do not pretend or think that I am a professor of anything. You know, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And um, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing the older I get, the less I really do know, or at least. I realize how much I don't know, if you understand. Just to make it simple, got a can of Coke Zero here. Sorry, I'll do my best not to slurp in your ears. (laughs) You know, I decided I'm going to do something a little bit different. I won't be able to, I won't. Obviously, I won't know unless you drop me a line saying how you like this podcast and um, what it meant to you, but <clears throat> I'm going to actually do something a little bit different today. Um, let's just call this a uh, love cast. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to answer one question here as thorough as I can be because I'm feeling a little bit flighty, but um It's like a serious thing. I think I'll have to answer these backwards, which is probably going to be easier as I go. Simple question. What won't I do for love? Would I kill for love? No. What else wouldn't I do? When you think about it. There's so many things you would do for love. I would not go to hell for love. 
And that's something that I realized that I've had to reconcile within myself. You know, because you get in these relationships and, you know, maybe you're in a relationship with somebody who, you know, you're a Christian and you're going to, you get married and you're like, "Mm." you see, we realize that our salvation comes through the Lord Jesus Christ, through faith alone, through grace alone, through Christ alone. We did not choose him, but he chose us. And don't fool yourself. I've seen some people talking about um, Christianity on on TV or on YouTube these days. And they have this certain worldly knowledge of the doctrine, the literature, and the scriptures. But very few of these people are actually Christians, I, I would pretty much judge it that way I mean who am I at the end of the day and if you disagree well you know maybe you're probably right but they keep talking about this Jesus that was and Jesus that was now we obviously know that he's not walking around the earth these days in physical form but any Christian would say that he is alive there is no was unless it was when he was doing something back in the first century. But he is still, he's still there for us. He's still interceding for us at the right hand of the high power, the almighty God. Jesus is there for us. And I hear people talking about Christ, but it's like, I don't know what Christ you're talking about because he's not dead. He's not a concept. Truth is not a concept. Jesus says he is the truth. And the words in this Bible are the words of God, whether red or black. But um, what wouldn't I do for love? I wouldn't go to hell. And I wouldn't that anybody else would go to hell for it either. If you understand that English, you know, would I do something horrible? I, I think I would, but let's, let's leave that out. You know, and maybe as I said, this is the, the more difficult question. What wouldn't I do for love? I wouldn't want to hurt somebody because I loved somebody else straight up it still doesn't feel good and every fiber of my being would kick against something like that and also although lust is strong and desire is strong I wouldn't go to hell for love And when I'm speaking about love now, I'm speaking about a love between a man and woman as a Christian. There's nothing else. Just this is what I'm basically speaking about. Um, My soul's worth more than having to prove my love to someone just for the sake of proving love. Say I had to, you know, hurt somebody or as I said, go to hell. 
hell is eternal hell is not going to be a week or a month or seven years it's eternity in hell that's away from the presence of god with hot fire and brimstone <laughs> Not to mention, too many times love doesn't love you back. So you're going to do this enormous, crazy, huge deed of either really hurting someone. Nah. Just to prove my love? No. And go to hell? You know, the funny thing is, the reason why I know that I wouldn't go to hell for love is that and I don't even know how I'd even do that because it's not like a choice we're chosen as I said before by him faith was given to us to believe in him because we were dead he says while we were yet sinners Christ died for us and that's how we rise again when we were chosen because God is sovereign God has the whole world in his hand and he decides who goes to heaven and who goes to hell as horrible as it might sound to people, because everybody thinks that we have a choice if we're good, if we do enough penance, or um, we do this or we do that, or we show our works to show that we're not dead, or what, like just in a twisted way, they'll think that, you know, the better we live, the more chances <laughs> we're going to go to he heaven because of what we're doing. And it's like, it's no, it's not that. But there are certain things that I just wouldn't do, and I'd be one of them. Those two things. I wouldn't randomly just hurt somebody to prove that I love some. I, lo I, lo I love the woman. And I wouldn't go to hell for a woman. I wouldn't go to hell for anyone. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, as a Christian, many times in relationships, I felt that way as a youngster growing up. Um, I knew as far as having a girlfriend was really a cool thing, but I never really th thought it out to, um, succinctly with, um, the fact that I'm a Christian as well as like, you get a girlfriend, great. She likes you, you like her. And now what, <laughs> what are you not going to do? So, <laughs> you know, you, you think of, of this kind of thing when you're older, like me, you're wondering like, you know, what is life and what I'm sorry what is love and what wouldn't we do for it I mean if you think about it backwards I know I'm going around rambling all over the place but um love is just such a desire in us the desire to be loved is huge so I guess breaking it down it's like are you really, is it what you wouldn't do for love, what you wouldn't do to prove love, or what you wouldn't do kind of for your love? But I would say straight up, you're in love with someone, in the best case scenario, and they're in love with you, <laughs> in love. And um, there was something that you had to do for that love. But then I can't really, you know, I've been saying, you know, I wouldn't, hurt somebody for love but then I'm thinking if my love was in a precarious dangerous position and I had to kick somebody else off a chair to get her on the chair or something like you say we're hanging from a flipping helicopter and 
the only way she's going to live if I live if I push the other person off. My killing, throwing myself off there wouldn't, and leaving them on the two, whatever it is, hanging from, dangling from the helicopter, um, is not going to save them. So that's not an option. It's just either I boot the other person off and keep my love, or let my love die and keep the other person on. And I'm saying, <sighs> I think I would have to probably justify it in my head, especially if it's like a adult. <laughs> You know, you kind of wonder, uh, what would you do? You got the baby or, you get the, well, the baby hasn't lived, so they don't know what they're missing. But, but it's like, you know, let's just say it was a young, like a five-year-old in your love. You know, I am. And I, I'm just kind of thinking it out over, like, while you guys are listening to me. Um, I think I might, I think I might justify it. <laughs> Especially if everything's going wonderful in my relationship. <laughs> Imagine things are horrible, and that's a bad thing to say. Imagine things are just, you know, things haven't been going that good. I think I'll let you fall. <laughs> Remember, we're dangling. We're dangling, man. We're dangling on a helicopter from the helicopter, you know, the, the bottom, the base of it or whatever. So basically... You knock the other person off and your love lives because they get to hang on. Nobody else sees what's going on. You justify in your mind. But wouldn't you? I might. I might I might push one off to save my love. But if it's in my hands at that point as so it would seem in the natural anyway I think I probably would push another one off to save my love so then the hell part there's no way I could justify that hell could possibly be short enough <laughs> for me to say that it, it is best to um, die um, go to hell for love no way there's nothing <laughs> And maybe I just went too deep. You know, like, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. There isn't, there isn't much. Yeah, there's not much really to say. I think the only thing that I wouldn't do for love is go to hell. Now, would I? I said hurt before. Now, would I literally kill? Well, I wouldn't. And the thing that guides me is the word of God, where it says, thou shalt not kill. Now, I think, I guess what I'm getting mixed up is it's actually like you're like in protection mode. So if you have entrusted in you, your wife, and you're both dangling from a helicopter, and there's another person, and they're throwing off the the balance of the helicopter and for whatever reason the only solution is to either let go of your wife or allow the other person to fall somehow <laughs> um i think i'm saving my wife so yeah but what else what else is there <sighs> what i steal from Nah. 
Yeah, I what, like an apple from a market? Here, take this, quick. I'd probably do that. Now, I'm just thinking about me in a regular situation. And I guess throwing the scriptures into it, somebody might say, well, it's not really fair because you're just kind of um, deferring to something else other than yourself. So you're not really letting the people really know how you would really deal with the situation without any. And I guess the thing is, is that the scriptures are in me. The scriptures come to me in various situations in my life when I need to know what to do. And God's law is like written in my heart so that I'll know what the right thing is to do virtually every time. And I think most people have that. Even if they haven't read the Bible, they certain things they would just know not to do. But I guess getting deeper than that, yeah, the scriptures do a different thing. It's a, a different world being a Christian. It's a different life. It's a new life. And I guess that's why it's called reborn again, regenerated. I'm a new creation. <laughs> I'm a new individual. Since Christ saved my soul. Since he drew me out of the miry clay. But, um, yeah, there's, there's not much I wouldn't do for love. That's a short one, guys. Let me think. You know what? I think I would lose my love. I wouldn't kill for my love. Just straight up. They said do this. Nah. Now, I think to the utmost, if I can protect my love, I'm going to protect my love. Comes what may my life or someone else's life or whatever the case is I'm going to protect her you know it's funny the, the little things that we desire as men generally from our spouses and you kind of think, and, and this is how you feel maybe in the inside. I find it hard to figure out what I wouldn't do for love. But um, me just being straight up. And, you know, I really wonder if I was, like, addicted to, you know, that intimacy part of a relationship with men and women. When I, when I look at it. And the mistakes that I made. I mean, I could have been in relationships and situations where I wanted certain things. And the other person was just not willing to do it. And it's like, you think about it and you're like, well, does this person love me? And trust me, you're not like sitting there asking them to kill somebody or hurt somebody or steal from somebody or even hurt theirself in any kind of way or run themselves down. You're just straight up asking for what is lawful in scripture between your, your you and your spouse. And for some reason, it seems like there's a lot of hangups or 
there was a lot of hangups. And, you know, telling you a short story, it, it, it bogged down on me. It, it weighed me down. Because I guess when you're expecting love, right? Or expecting to give it and expecting to receive it, it's, I don't know, I think, I think because, you know, I was trying, I had 15 minutes to try to answer that question, and there wasn't much I wouldn't do, and I mean, I had to basically argue the finer points, would I save somebody, my, my spouse from dying, or would I actually push the other person off of the, the base of the helicopter to save my love, or would I throw myself off, or like I'm just just thinking about it, and it's like that it has to be so fine because there's not much I wouldn't do. I guess the best thing to honestly say for me is that yes, I would pretty much do anything for love. And you know, it makes you think of um, the song by Meatloaf. I think it's I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Something like that. But the bottom line is, it would only be that one little piece of it. <laughs> that I wouldn't, I just wouldn't go to hell. <laughs> but I mean, the other, the other stuff, it's like you, it, it gets so, you'd have to really divide it up. But then you think again for yourself, and you think of how many things. Oh, now I can think of something. I put myself in the other person's um, shoes, and yes, this will help you a lot of time in making your decisions about stuff. Um, but. Intimacy, not intimacy um, sexually or anything like that, but just um, closeness, hugging, um, cuddling and not doing anything. I think of the stuff that I didn't do for love. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You know, and this is like a revelation for me. It's like I was thinking of, I was like, what would I, wouldn't I do? Wouldn't I do? Wouldn't I do? Well, one thing I, I didn't do is... I didn't fight to overcome my laziness when it comes to showing love to my spouse in the way that they wanted it. So that would have been um, regular um, snuggles, um, unexpected kisses. Um, <laughs> I was supposed to get a second um, labor, like a second second labor i'm trying to say it a different way but i i was i wasn't really willing 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 to get a second job first of all i didn't find it as a right thing for a young marriage for a young couple for young parents to have one person out of the house for say 10 to 14 hours a day because they have a second job to make more money why wouldn't you do your best to try to live down to your means so that nobody else had nobody in the relationship would have to be extended extended spending extended period of times out of the house you know so did i got didn't get an extra job for so i said i wouldn't work a second job for my love and that's pretty lame really i guess it really shows how lame I was, although I did try a couple times that the, the trying wasn't that hot. I think, I don't know. It just, I, for somehow it, with the person I am, it's like, it, it felt like I was like cheating the relationship, even though the other person in the relationship is basically asking me to cheat the relationship because I was like, no, I want to go to work like you do, come home, 
eat dinner, spend time together, maybe spend time with the kids, maybe we can go for a drive and this, that, and the other, and then go to bed and hopefully, you know, yada, 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 right? But um, it's like, this person's like, well, you know, we need more money. Um, we want to afford that, or I want to afford this. I, I need to be in this type of a home and such and such and such. So I would appreciate it if you would try to make our financial situation better by getting a second job. And I didn't do it. Should I have? Yeah. I guess my hope would have been is that I would have had have been able to work a regular job for a good amount of money so that a second job wasn't necessary. But that's a different conversation as to why I didn't get a job that um, paid more money, why I wasn't possibly equipped or um, the right person for a job like that qualified, you know? But why didn't I? So that's one thing I would I I wouldn't get a second job. I I wouldn't go out of my way to regularly remember. And I don't know if that's me just being ignorant, me being forgetful, or me not being able to commit enough to remind myself regularly to give her hugs, to kiss her when she doesn't expect it. And um, just remember, I guess, those things. So I wasn't willing to remember either. I wasn't willing to, I don't know, maybe I needed to write down on my wrist every day just to remember the things that I need to regularly do to make her feel loved. You know, I mean, somebody tells you this stuff over and over and over. You got to think to yourself, like, why am I not doing it? I mean, some guys have it as easy as um, the wife is asking them to, let's just see, clean the bathroom once a week, because I mean, we tend to make the mistakes. If it's not hitting, if it's not hitting in the, if it's not hitting the porcelain uh, (laughs) tin there, then it's um, probably our fault if it's on the floor, right? They're not doing anything to make anything hit the floor. So if you're asked, okay, to once a week, clean the like the around the tub not the tub in the bath the toilet whatever it is in the bathroom and all that once a week and you don't do it what does that say if you're in a situation like that and that's you you know what if you're not you're not willing to remember to, to um do that emotional um touch of closeness that isn't sexual by the way that's something that you weren't willing to do and the guys who I'm talking to know what I'm talking about you know think about that broken relationship that broken marriage um, that estrangement that you found yourself in where you cheated or that situation where you found yourself that you'd been cheated on just because you wouldn't adhere to the couple of points or desires of your spouse all she wanted you to was to listen to her stories she wanted you to hug her every once in a while 
and give her a proper kiss but not where it has to lead to anything else just that maybe you were that guy and you were with her and you weren't standing up for her when <clears throat> arguments came maybe you well maybe you wanted her to do something different but still at the same time the situations happened and she engaged in arguments and all she wanted you to do all she wanted to ever hear was that you're on her side but you tried to be Mr. Stallworth, Mr. I just want to do what's morally good. <clears throat> I'm not on your side or their side. I'm on the truth side. And truthfully, sometimes your wife just needed you to be on her side. So that might have screwed up stuff. But I'm just looking at these things and thinking about my own situation. So I should have got a second job somehow although you did go I did go to different interviews for that situation I just couldn't find the perfect one that would would allow me to be able to operate <clears throat> not to mention there's other stuff happening when I was asked to do those things it was kind of funny what you won't do I mean it's like you're calling the person's bluff they're gonna get tired maybe they just need you to have more money And if you didn't do something like that, or remember to give up, you know, little intimate displays of affection to her, and now you're all broken up, what do you expect? Ha, here's a difficult one I'm thinking about. You know, okay, so you broke up. For whatever reason, let's say you cheated, you begged her back, and then she ended up going to another guy. Would you not take her back? Hmm, it's an interesting question. But overall, there's not much I wouldn't do. But I can honestly look at it and look at my own situation and hopefully any guy listening um, can look at their own situation where maybe it blew up in your face. Maybe she left you or you left her and then you were like sorrowful and you wanted her back. You couldn't get her back or the situation is. But it's like you think about it. What you wouldn't do is actually more <clears throat> than you would actually admit to. There's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't do because you look back and you say, there's a lot of stuff I didn't do. And I guess, you know, women can look at it the same way. It's like there's certain things. Maybe he went out and looked for love in all the wrong places because there's certain stuff that you wouldn't do. And you didn't care. You just figured, you know, it's he's not worth it or you're not or literally probably he's not worth it. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to go down on him or something like that or whatever the case is. Or I'm not going to let him do this, that, and the other because of whatever reason. It's just <clears throat> maybe those things are just off the table. But there's not much. Here's another one. <laughs> I wouldn't chop off my arm. 
I mean, that's just crazy. But, you know, I'm just, again, everything seems like it turns into pain one way or the other when it, when it's like what you wouldn't do. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to burn in hell. <laughs> I wouldn't want to lose a limb. I wouldn't want to kill another individual because I don't want to live about kill, kill him. I'd rather just not have love. <coughs> Which, funny enough, that's where I... <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Well, am I? Am I, though? Anyhow. It, it's, it's, it's just interesting to think about, though. But I'll say that there's not much I wouldn't do for love. Now, the spouses female spouses can look at that <clears throat> for themselves and I'm sure there's some guys who can as well but it's like when your spouse asks you to do certain things for them and they didn't do or they asked you to do they asked you and you didn't do it maybe it was remember to take the garbage out maybe to remember <laughs> not to put you on the phone with your 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 um your mother-in-law or whatever because you can't stand talking they just keep putting you on the phone <laughs> I guess that'd be something really simple anyhow <clears throat> there's not much that might have sounded all mixed up mixed, I'm just like kind of just raking through my brain trying to figure it out and I think that'd be the hardest question so that's the best I could answer it <clears throat> alright here we go this has been another episode of You're Probably Right. What you wouldn't do for love. I can't seem to help. It's like you cast a spell. Keep loving you You don't love me too But I won't cry I'll just sing another bye You moved on already I know I gotta stay strong you said that you'd love me forever, but I guess that's gone. And I can't seem to hide all this pain that I feel inside. But that's okay, I'll just sing a lullaby. Listen, I can't seem to help. No, no. It's like you cast a spell Can't believe we're through You win and you lose But I won't cry I'll just sing a lullaby Listen You moved on already And I know I gotta stay strong you said that you love me forever, but I guess that's gone. And I can't seem to hide all this pain that I feel inside. But that's okay, I'll sing another vibe.
Hey, come check out You Probably Write Podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. <laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh oh, yeah, God, self help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions and all the while understand that listen sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat well that's how it is here and because there's no topic well very few topics off the table Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there <laughs> hopefully the podcast will be helpful and uplifting and hey maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere hope to see you soon